Uh, I will describe to you where it was coming into today. It's about 20%, right? If, if we look at the full the full Bryceometer as 100%, my confidence meter for Bryce Young was at about 20%. We call that right between the is cam available slice and the there's no way he's actually 5'10 slice. It can go all the way up to all the way at the top, going to be forever young. That's That's where we want to live. That's where we want it to be, but that's not where it's been. Despite the fact that Bryce Young has not won a game yet and his team, even when he was injured, has not won a game yet, after the game against Detroit, I'm boosting my confidence level in Bryce Young. I'm boosting the Bryceometer one full slice, 20% higher to the border between there's no way he's actually 5'10", and that's my quarterback. Hashtag Terrell Owens impression. So we're now sitting... Not quite all the way up to, to midway, but we're getting there. And here's why. He has to learn by doing. And whether it's because the game was out of reach, whether it's because it's a concerted effort to change by the Panthers uh, coaching staff, he has to learn by doing. I don't care if they wait until the game was out of reach. They finally let him do. <laughs> 41 attempts, 247 yards, not good enough efficiency. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, not good enough turnover to interception ratio. But he was doing it. He was out there. He made four or five throws that I went, that could have been Alabama. The touchdown drive that ended with a touchdown pass to Tommy Tremble was a really good drive, and it happened before the game got out of reach. It made the score 14-7. It felt like it was needed for Bryce Young. Right? He didn't throw for 80 yards. It was like, you know, they went 75 yards. He threw for 42, 43 yards, including the touchdown pass, which was a, a, you know, a ball handling play action, toss it over the top, make the play you're supposed to make, touchdown pass. That's what you like out of Bryce Young. That's what you need to see out of Bryce Young. And then there's the turnovers. There's the turnovers. Um, which we're going to have to start coming up with a bet turnover. I mean, lesson, right? Lesson. Here's Bryce Young, the number one overall pick, starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, discussing his turnovers. You know, anytime you turn the ball over, obviously it, you know, takes a drive away from you. Um, gave great position to to them and put our defense in a tough situation. So, um, on that, that's on me. Um, you know. You know, two throws. You you know, first one you, you wish you could just dirt um, on the screen, and then corner made a good play. But after have, have to do a better job of seeing that. Um, you know, in cover two, and um, again, obviously stuff you, you wish you went back. Uh, you wish you got back. Um, and you know, it's it, it's it's tough. You know, you put your 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 defense in a tough situation. Um, they're a really good, um, really good team. A really good offense as well. So it's not like they need any handouts, and then you you already set them up. So um, you know, th- those are on me, and I have to do a better job eliminating those. The interception by Aiden Hutchinson that he mentioned with the screen where he said, I just had to dirt it, which means just throw it into the ground because there's nothing there and you can't throw away a, a screen. Uh, it's an all-time lesson learned interception. Here's what I mean by that. Hold on, let me clear an Amber Alert from my phone real quick so you don't hear the vibrations. Uh, it's an all-time lesson learned, and here's what I mean by that. When you talk to NFL players what the biggest transition was from their college to the NFL years, there's the first thing they're going to say is the speed of the game. 
And then when you press a little bit, they're going to say the speed of the big guys. And if you're an offensive player, you're going to highlight the defensive end and how big and athletic those guys are. In college, they're usually one or the other. They are either really big or a little undersized but really athletic. It's rare you get the both. And then the NFL, they're all the both. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young didn't know he had to be aware of that guy when throwing that screen. His entire life, once the defensive end gets up the field, mission accomplished, he's out of the way for that screen. He had been conditioned from the moment that they first put in a screen pass, probably in Pop Warner somewhere, that as soon as that defensive end gets up the field, you can forget about him. He's out of it. The only thing you have to make sure he doesn't do is get to you before you dump it off. Aiden Hutchinson, meanwhile, different. Slammed on the brakes, went back downhill, got one hand out on there, ball stuck to it, interception. He didn't know he had to pay attention to that guy. Now he does. And now he just has a better awareness of how athletic those freaky offensive and defensive linemen are. Second interception by Bryce Young, bad decision. I mean, that's not the, the lesson being don't make bad reads. Like, that's not a – yeah. Should have thrown it to the, the under guy. It was a very common concept route called the smash, which basically means there was a deep guy and there was a short guy, and you're supposed to look at the cornerback and say, are you going deep? I'll throw it short. Are you going short? I'll throw it deep. And and the corner went deep, and he threw it deep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a you're supposed to make him wrong. He made him right. That's it's bad play. Well, it's part of the speed of the game as well. It's not the guys are just physically faster, but the, the decision-making is faster as well. Like you don't have, you can't wait till he flips his hips and it's so obvious exactly. that it's like, all right, he's going that way. Like, I'm going to go here. Decisions have to be made at the line of scrimmage and everything so much faster in in the NFL level than in college. And if you have like a Jamison Williams or something in college, he might just come back and moss that guy and make the catch anyway. It's, it's yeah. that that that's not going to happen with NFL defensive backs. Yeah, sometimes the decision is easy in college. You, you're fast. Go, <laughs> big tall, I'll strong, throw fast it up. guy is open all the time. Yeah. Uh, but other, like like those things, I'm I, obviously I wish they didn't happen. But if you mix them into a forty plus attempt day, where he does have drives where where he is uh, a leader of an offensive football team and he matriculates the ball down the field and he's pushing it downfield and he's finding his wide array of 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 wide receivers and and pass catchers, I'll take it. It was the first time it looked like there were stretches of game where he wasn't guessing. He was out there, you know, being on the attack rather than being on the react. And I'll throw this out there too. I don't think it is absolutely a necessity they do it before the season is up, like some have have speculated they are doing. I would love to see what he can do with a number one wide receiver next year. And not like a number one by default like a guy who embodies what a number one wide receiver is. I, I hate to use this example, but DJ Moore embodied that Thursday. Jamar yeah. Jamar Chase embodied that for the Bengals. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown embodied that for the Eagles. These guys that are just – like, I mean, look, A.J. Brown said he wanted the ball a couple weeks ago. Since mm-hmm. then, 100 yards, 100 yards, 100 yards. Uh, Jamar Chase said, I'm open. I'm always bleeping open. What do you do after that? Three touchdowns. What was it? Fifteen catches, hundred and eighty yards. Like, yeah. like I want a, a number one wide receiver like that. And I'm not saying those guys grow on trees, but you can get a lot closer to that than what the Panthers have. A lot closer. Adam Thielen right now. He's on pace for thirteen hundred and fifty yards and ten touchdowns. Not bad. That's unbelievable. That's one of the best free agency signings of the entire free agency. If he can do that. <laughs> 
It's a lot of volume. What would it be like if someone with a little more burst were getting those? Ooh. That's what a number one wide receiver does, right? It takes 1,350-yard pace and turns it into 1,800-yard pace. 10-touchdown pace and turns it into 17-touchdown, maybe 15-touchdown pace. I want to see what Bryce, like after watching that game against Detroit, and by the way, Thielen making things happen a lot. Like I'm, I'm not taking away from Thielen. I'm just saying I want to know what that offense and what Bryce Young can do if he had somebody that was a little bit more dynamic. And I know they want Chark to be that. They want Mingo to be that. And they might be. Chark's probably a little bit longer in the tooth. Mingo might be, but Bryce Young, I'm I'm believing now, can support a number one wide receiver, which I wasn't sure of a couple weeks ago. Thus, the boost in the Bryceometer. We'll stay in the quarterback genre. Like, you know on the surface, like Brandon Whedon didn't work out and Johnny Manziel didn't work out and Brady Quinn didn't work out and Baker Mayfield didn't work out. And then suddenly you see like that that uh that jersey that someone makes with all the different starting quarterbacks with the Browns and, <laughs> and it's got like 50 names on it. And you're like, wow, when you put it like that, mm-hmm. I knew all of these individuals didn't work out, but when you put them all together, it is, it is kind of painful. Uh, if you're a Browns fan, I had one of those moments today because Dennis came in and he had his, his little notepad and he was like, I, you know, he obviously hosts the, uh, the Panthers playbook podcast with, with Chris Lee, WRL reporter. And, um, and he said a stat that I knew all of the pieces individually, but when you put them all together, it's a little dramatic. So, Dennis, why don't you uh, present it in the same way you presented it earlier today? Since 2021, that offseason, this is when Scott Fitter became general manager, by the way. Mm. The Carolina Panthers have used 11 draft picks and DJ Moore on one position, that one position being quarterback. 11 draft picks. 11. That's more Sorry, than a full I, I, draft class. I felt class. like that needed to be yelled. 11. I mean, that's actually like a hefty draft class. Like, well, wow, we had 11 picks. You could really stockpile a team for the future. 11 oh. draft picks. I'll go through it here real okay. fast. I, I just want to be clear on one thing. Yes. There's seven rounds in a draft. Exactly. 11. And we're talking, we're not talking, okay, actually, now you go through them. Sorry. Okay, and again, these aren't like just a bunch of like sixth and seventh round picks that we're giving up here. So, for example, Sam Darnold. In 2021, there was a six-round pick in 2021, but they also gave up 2022 second-round picks and 2022 fourth-round pick. So three picks for Sam Darnold. The next year, they gave up a 2022 fourth-round pick and a 2023 third-round pick to move up to take Matt Corral. Now you also, don't, you don't have to like have a notebook out and be writing all these down. Just note the the level of pick that these yeah. are. They're not throw. They're not like seventh round pick swaps. Exactly. So we're up to five picks. Now Baker Mayfield, the trade for him with the Cleveland Browns was a twenty twenty four fifth round pick. So some of these picks haven't even happened yet. And then for Bryce Young, a twenty three first, a twenty three second, a twenty four first, and a twenty five second, and DJ Moore. So some of these picks haven't even been made yet. There are three picks that the Carolina Panthers, these are three future picks. So, for example, we have a first, a second, and a fifth still in the future that need to be picked. It's insane. So we're talking two first-round picks, three second-round picks, a third, two-fourths, a fifth, and a sixth, plus DJ Moore So, so for one position. 
So here, that guy being Bryce Young now. Here is where we stand, just to break all that down into like basic terms. Mm-hmm. Essentially, two full drafts. Close to it. It's if twelve you, players. If you, if you count DJ Moore mm-hmm. as a first round pick, which I actually think is underselling it, that, he was a first round pick. Then that is two firsts, three seconds, a be third three first. It'd be three firsts. So we're looking at two and a half full drafts on quarterbacks since Scott Fitterer turned turn uh, was given the the reins, and that's where we stand. Bryce Young. If you if you if you equate DJ Moore to being a first round pick. That'd be three firsts, three seconds, a third, two fourths, a fifth, and a sixth. I th- I'd say that, I mean, that might be closer to two, 2.7, 2.8 drafts worth of value. If you're looking at value of picks, like the old Jimmy Johnson thing where there's like 112 points for a first-round pick, whatever it is. Yeah, it's the value what you equate to a certain pick. It's which, it's yeah. it's a lot. and and that's, 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 that's malpractice in my opinion. And to me... Bryce Young is a like I don't mind Bryce Young as number one overall pick. He was my number one overall pick before the draft for for a team. Like he, my quarterback rankings, I had him number one. But not like if you're going to spend two and a half, two point seven drafts on a position, you should walk away with the Trevor Lawrence, the Caleb Williams, the Andrew Luck. Like you should get the generational prospect that everybody knew was going to be the number one pick from the moment they were seventeen years old. You shouldn't like no no again. Bryce Young was a very good number one pick in that draft. You shouldn't settle for like the oh down year of quarterbacks draft. That's rough. We'll put it that way. And here's the thing as well is that because of all this, it has to work with Bryce Young. It it's, just I mean, it just has to jobs because jobs will be lost. I mean by the bundle if it doesn't. Scott, I mean, otherwise, this is like one of the biggest GM failures mm-hmm. ever if Bryce Young doesn't work out. You'll look back and say, wow, Scott Fitterer if and they those guys spent that many picks for one position and still couldn't get it right? If they don't crawl out of the basement here and it's the number one overall pick, it's it might be the worst trade in the history of sports. <laughs> but just like just overall. I'm probably not, like, that might be a little that. dramatic. The Herschel Walker trade might have something to say about that. that. But uh, But like, you know, the Trey Lance trade becomes squarely in focus. Yeah, especially if Jalen Carter continues to to ball out, and, and I DJ actually, Moore continues to ball out. I did start keeping a list of guys that were drafted in those spots. But we'll, we'll get to that another day.